Bible and lift it up and you say this after me. If you have your electronic Bible, you can do that with your phones. Lord, influence me this morning. So Holy Spirit, I pray that you will continue to speak to us. Uh, just like you spoke to us this morning through worship, you're going to speak to us through your word. And I pray that you will put your word in my mouth so that your children can hear this and be blessed. And all God's people say, Amen. You see, there are two uh, ways to look at wilderness. God wants you to be in wilderness. Enemy also wants you to be in the wilderness. Enemy wants you to be in wilderness because he wants to kill you. God wants you to be in wilderness so that you can kill the works of the devil. You getting my point? So, I wrote down here a couple of points. So you can, if you're taking notes, take notes. If you're not taking notes, also you can take notes. One of the ways God does wonders in wilderness is he wants to give some personal victories. Listen to me, this is very important because if I don't have personal victory, I can't expect corporate victory. Okay, if I am not allowing God to conquer me, God cannot conquer through me. It's very important. That's why when I was really big and the Lord told me this, Charles, the next spiritual release is going to happen when you take control of your tongue. When you know how to control your physical appetite, I can able to release you to the spiritual blessing. Long story short, and it was an amazing journey, and I see the favor of the Lord in amazing ways. I could not even explain to you. If I talk about it, you think I'm bragging about it, but I'm bragging about only what God is doing. So, devil wants you to in the wilderness to destroy you, but God wants you to be in the wilderness so that you can destroy the works of devil. When I came through this phrase, and I started asking the Holy Spirit, Lord, how can I translate this to your children on Sunday morning so that they can take a word and start chewing that throughout the week and also not just for the five days but as a lifestyle. As long as you are in this world, if you are idle, devil is not going to attack you. The moment you stand up for something regards to the kingdom, the attack is going to come. Okay, so there is one particular passage I want to read, which is in book of Nehemiah. So if you have your Bible, you can turn with me to the book of Nehemiah. Nehemiah is after Genesis and before Revelation. By the way, I'm not sure if everyone knows the story of this. It's a very tiny book. It's not a, such a long read. But this story is a guy who is actually captive uh, and he gets a desire in his heart to go and see a city that's ruined and he wants to build the city and God gives him amazing favor before the king who was an oppressor in his life and he goes and he builds this beautiful city wall in 52 days. That's the story of Nehemiah. But the problem started the moment he stepped into the plan of God. If anyone tells me, brother, I have no problem in my life. You know what does that mean? You and enemy are on the same boat. Problems are there because you are swimming against the current. 
Nehemiah chapter 4 the first three verses are the most powerful verses and i named this topic like this it's a common uh, phrase it called come what may i don't know whether you heard that statement come what may what does that mean no matter what happens turn to the person next to you and you say come what may okay so in other words no matter what happens this three verses explains five important assaults that enemy brings in the body of christ that's what we want to talk about these five assaults are common for every believer who step into the kingdom extension this five is very common so it started long long years ago but it's still continuing because the same spirit is operating that's why enemy is called is given a title to steal kill and destroy what does he steal the first thing he steals is your joy how does he steal your joy by stealing your identity he brings you the question like i don't think it's really true you think you are the god's precious son look what you have done he steals your joy what does he kill he kills your passion when you don't have this assurance of who you are there is no desire to live passion they are like batteryless mobile phones there is no passion there is no desire to live once he kills is your identity it's easy for him to kill your passion and then what happens finally it destroys what does he destroy it destroys your destiny every single person here has a destiny you are not a random product i may have said this before you may be a oops to your parents but you are not a oops in the mind of god you know sometimes when they talk i remember talking to your pastor yes seven daughters and one son i asked him why pastor seven daughters one son i was waiting for that lion of judah and then if you look at her she is like from the tamil comedy epdi irundana ipdi aitan you know she is completely worn out but that guy is waiting for the eighth one finally and he also made a eight is a new beginning god gave me a new and but then he has to pay dowry for all the seven because they come from that kind of this is a reality of how we live in this world we always think oh it's oops it's a messed up but god's mind does not have oops so enemy's title is steal kill and destroy he steals your identity he kills your passion and ultimately he destroys your destiny here these guys if you look at nehemiah i don't have time to go through this because i'm trying to just minimize everything in 30 minutes so that we can do some application he takes a route in the night time he scouts and he sees the wall how is it going on he goes around everywhere and then he comes he prepares a plan and then he musters together his people and he start building this wall the moment he starts the kingdom work the opposition started look what nehemiah chapter 4 it says when sanabalth heard that we were rebuilding the wall that's nehemiah talking he became angry and was greatly incensed he ridiculed the jews and in the presence of his associates and the army of samaria look can you see that culture here listen this is very common even in india say for example if i don't agree with abhishek 
for example and i don't know how to disagree with him or if i know that he is right i am wrong what do we do in our culture we attack his identity so that if his identity is squashed what comes out of him is not qualified are you getting me are you following me don't lose on me because this is important this is exactly what this guy is doing he is saying okay he ridiculed the jews in what in the presence of his associates this is a eastern culture where we come from we are known for face save culture in other words we pretend but at the same time we can shame others also have you ever heard from your mom i don't know about you heard from your mom my mom said instead of raising you if i'd have raised five buffaloes it would be much better now she doesn't say that now she is seeing i'm more valuable than buffaloes and she brings that buffalo meat to me now which is the amazing thing that i mean one of those best thing so this guy he makes ridicules what he ridicules he attacks the identity of these guys and he ridicules them and then in the presence of his associates and then he goes on in the army of samaria and he said he says here five things we're going to go through one by one but i'm going to read everything so if you have the bible you can read or you can look at the screen it says what are these feeble jews doing here will they restore their wall will they offer sacrifices will they finish in a day can they bring the stones back to life from those heaps of rubble burned as they are tobia there's another loser there he says who was at his side and said what are they building even if a fox climbed upon it he would break down the wall of the stones okay you might have read this passage before right maybe you read and you're just gone there are five important things we can learn in this so i want you to take notes because i believe this the way kingdom works is multiplication you learn something you pass it on you learn something you pass it on so you learn something you pass it on you put it first in your life practice it apply it and then you pass it on you go around you go and share hey man this is the thing god wants to do in your life and that will be that's the way we can extend our kingdom so first one are you ready i am excited you don't look excited okay are you excited like me okay wonderful let's go number 1 <clears throat> let's get to work first one what he says you feeble jews every time when somebody attacks you the moment you start working in the kingdom what they are doing is they attack where you come from your identity why that's where you are collapsed this is what i wrote down here take notes it says you feeble jews it talks about your identity and personhood what does that mean it attacks your very identity whenever you start working in the kingdom i still remember when i came here 2010 june first week yeah when we arrived here and we started scouting the land just going around praying and started praying for those and then we started doing the homeless my wife cooks for 100 people biryani and we started giving the food packets and the guy came and asked i still remember he said oh, you think you can save this city you think you people can save this city you know when they say that what happens it goes deep down it doesn't sit in your mind it goes deep down in your 
system it goes deep down in your heart and that's where i felt like man i am nobody in this place i am nothing so you start entertaining that what happens once you embrace that attack into your heart you will also believe the lies you can never embrace a lie and ignore the liar when you embrace the lie you empower the liar are you getting my point when you embrace a lie what is a lie oh you you think you can really bring some change in the city never it's never going to work so when i embrace that lie what happens i'm embracing the liar also he comes it's part of the combo offer he comes and he takes his residence here he attacked the identity the person would let me tell this in the name of jesus if there was any attack spoken over you even through your mouth of your own family members i cancel it in the name of jesus amen i have heard so many christian girls telling my dad never wished i was born as a girl if there was anyone here i don't want you to raise your hand but just as you are 10 seconds just put your hand in your heart and say god the way you designed me you never made a mistake you never made a mistake the eye color the fingerprint the heartbeat the footprint even the eye print the voice print everything is unique and you never made a mistake in my life affirm this over yourself and if you are married hold that person's hand and you affirm the identity of that person you say i affirm that who you are in christ you are a child of god you are the child of the most high you are created with a purpose and with an original design you are not a random product you are not just a random product amen this is what happened you feeble jews when it started when he started working in the kingdom when he started building the wall it brings you feeble juice before that no listen this is one thing i don't know I, i can spend this the entire morning but we are running out of time the moment you agree with the lie of the enemy in any area of your life especially in the identity you cannot see the hand of god in your life why because god does not dwell in darkness he dwells in light he cannot allow to put himself in a place where there is lies and deceit it's your choice it's your choice i still remember i'm not the most uh, brilliant guy when i studied my you know schooling and all it, i i i get averagely i get marks but sometimes you know it depends upon the guy who sit next to me whom i copied but <clears throat> anyway <clears throat> but uh, and sometimes my i don't know about your dad my dad is on a military style so i go and i'll give him the mark sheet it'll be like 75 80 or 85 and uh, and he would not never said to me wow 80 marks you got he would look at it and say where did you leave the rest 20 and i'm like you should not be asking me it's that guy's paper you know anyway i didn't say that openly but this is the reality you are constantly pressured in such a way that 
you don't really feel like you are doing well let me tell you god never made a mistake when he created you it's so beautiful you are you know so when you get up in the morning when you look yourself in the mirror and you say you good looking thing i am so proud to hang out with you can you try this let's try this now you good looking thing of course you're all telling to me i agree i received that but guys i'm just having some humor but you get the point identity is an attack from the enemy on the body of christ if you don't deal with this you will start creating a mindset called slave mindset not a son what is a slave does slave always begs bargains and bribes son he exercises his realm of authority you get my point slave bargains begs and bribes what is a bargains if you do this lord i will make sure i will go and give my first month salary to you bargaining bribe is like if i do this you can do this for me that's bribe and beg i am not thing father i am a small insect somewhere they took that cut and paste theology for a small insect god didn't need to send a sun he would have sent a spray god so loved the insect he sent a you get my point for humility means you don't put yourself down humility does not mean you have to put yourself down humility means thinking not less about yourself thinking yourself less amen so this is the first one second one we have four more to go we got to run a little bit so number 2 he goes on and he says will they restore their wall what does that mean he judges your motivation he judges your motivation your motives can you really do it oh are you really capable this is not going to work for you show me your your curriculum show me your capacity listen in the kingdom god doesn't operate through your capacity god operates through your availability amen it's amazing he sees here oh really you going to do it you feeble jews first at identity second what is happening it talks about your motivation are you really i don't think so where you come from all the family of yours are pakka losers you think you're going to work on this i don't think it's going to go you see the pattern the enemy how he attacks that's why it's important to break the soul tie we in the school of the holy spirit we spend entire humongous chunk of time to break the soul tie that's why here these guys are saying first he attacked your identity second he says can you restore it yourself look at the mess you are feeble you think you can do it where you come from i know have you ever heard somebody saying i know your family it's not going to work have you ever heard that anybody i have heard that oh my because i grew up dirt poor and we didn't have much and i remember my dad grew up here and his father actually started the tpm the deep pentecostal mission in vellur and uh, he had nothing he used to go under the street light and that's he didn't have electricity and he would lean against that street light and finished his masters in uris college and then he became a very successful man but i still remember when things went 
very bad uh, like for example i was in south africa and uh, i worked with one white south african and he had his uh, own racial issues and one day i was giving a suggestion how to do things in the area of uh, some maintenance in the base that i worked with and he said to me charles keep quiet i know where you come from you indians don't need to give us any advice that kind of thing comes from the attack of the enemy you understand it's like your motivation it's not good enough it's okay it's not going to be winning you're not going to overcome this that's what these guys were doing to nehemiah they were saying it's not going to work your motivation is is not good enough my friend i want to declare this over you in the name of jesus if anybody judged your motivation you don't need to take that in it's not over until god says it's over amen so this is the second one the third one it gets even worse if you see will they offer their sacrifices what does that mean it means your relationship with god these guys are telling the reason why you are captive because you failed in your relationship with god so we are the one who came as a judgment as a punishment to you guys we took you as captives now you think you're going to build the wall and you think you can fix it and you think you can sacrifice do you think god is going to accept that i don't know about you i grew up very religious no and uh, sometimes uh, accidentally you wear a color shirt and you go to a church and that's it and you can worship the lord but the voices around you will be saying that sacrifice one pastor told me i was remembering a story like i was wearing a t-shirt and a jeans when there he said whatever you pray it won't pass the ceiling why because the way you dressed that's an attack from the enemy guys who am i to judge your relationship with god you get my point your relationship with god is with you and god not me that's why in the new testament god changed everything this is what it's so fascinating you will be surprised before holy spirit fall on people okay everywhere the synoptics gospels even john records some of the miracles you will see it only talked about men 5000 men ate the bread 4000 men ate the women was not even considered why it's a machista culture okay what happens in acts chapter 2 do you know the story in acts chapter 2 acts chapter 2 the holy spirit fall upon all flesh what happened there after receiving the holy spirit god cleared up every hurdles that men and women are equal in the presence of god amen it's so beautiful so nobody can judge another person's motivation nobody can judge other person relationship of course we can all have discernment we can encourage but at the end of the day they are accountable to god i love what bligram said he said it's my job to love god's job to judge holy spirit job to convict amen say this after me it's god's job to judge holy spirit job to convict my job to love the religion kind of changes it no 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 it's god's job to love my job to condemn and the church job is to judge and that's why 
we have taught the insurance guys a language that we should go and correct it what we taught the insurance guys the church taught the insurance guys when something goes wrong in the natural calamity what do we call them act of god we church have taught them how come you can celebrate that and then when when something happens get my point see god is not in the business of you know i do believe there is a wrath of god there don't get me wrong don't lose me here i do believe the wrath of god is there god is a judge and he will judge according to what we have done but the one provision he has given us the blood of his son jesus under the blanket of his son's blood we are redeemed and restored if you take that out and see all we see is the judgment and wrath of god so my challenge is don't look from the perspective of a judgmental spirit ask the holy spirit to say god the primary attribute of you is not god as a judge or god as a king but god you are my father that's what the world needs and from that perspective if you look at it even is judgmental or based on love love and love amen so this is the third one it says you can't offer your sacrifices your relationship with god you know yeah the way you come to church i don't think god is going to appreciate that you don't even know how to pray you know look at that pastor he quotes the entire new testament in 10 minutes prayer there are some people when you ask them to pray they will they will quote so many scriptures you know i remember one guy in south africa i was working there as a pastor and he went to pray where he went to pray that lady was demon possessed so he started praying and he closed his eyes and he started praying and then he opened his eyes and the lady was with a knife close to his throat the moral is don't give respect to the devil and don't close your eyes when you pray especially when you pray over someone who is demon possessed and then he ran away and the lady was chasing and it happened here also one pastor prayed for one lady and the lady said where you oh, what's your name because some pastors they are good in talking to demons you know they they like to have conversation more than their wives they like to have conversations with them and and this pastor this lady said my name is mogini where you are from from this tree so he told the believers keep singing i'm going to take i'm going to go to the tree and leave that demon so this lady went this is not exactly i'm not trying to be evangelistic you know so went to the tree and says go she says no 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 that tree he went around seven eight trees in the entire village and says excuse me i'm a sugar patient it's 1 o'clock let's go back to church i need to eat something take sugar tablet and we'll go again this really happened i'm not kidding you know the challenge is here either we are so devil conscious or we just ignore everything like the, in, in england they would rather believe a guy is drunk than believing in a a demon my challenge is guys don't let anyone to judge your relationship with your father it is between you and your daddy it's your connection it's your heart connection so somebody will say ah your prayer i don't think everybody fasted you feasted i don't think hmm. you know that's a condemnation from the enemy i still remember on fridays mandatory fasting in my home and i hated friday every friday i hated 
why god created friday i thought friday for fries and i have created ways to evade myself from fridays i used to keep the little onions on my armpits and sleep on the next morning you have high temperature and i used to tell my mom you got to eat something you can't take on your empty stomach some tablets am i right so my dad will ask me how come he is having fever only on fridays i'm like hmm, you know the answer to your own question this is what happens when you start judging other people's relationship with god what happens you take the place of god you are called to encourage people that's why we don't even say worship leaders we say worship facilitators i can never take you and lead you into worship these guys who are in the worship they are facilitating they just create a platform but it is up to you who encounter it's up to you say i'm not going to be a spectator i'm going to be a participant i'm not going to be a thermometer i'm going to be a thermostat amen okay number 4 two more things and then we will continue okay you can't revive the stones look at this one it says will they finish in a day can you bring the stones back to life from the heaps of rubble burned as they are in other words you can't your ability to do the great commission is nothing you can't revive this you're not qualified i still remember when i jumped into missions still it's so loud what i heard from my friend he said to me charles do you play guitar i said no do you sing yes but only in the bathroom then you can never be a missionary he said openly i said what has to do with singing and playing a guitar no that's how it functions you have to play a musical instrument and able to sing and do you know how to dance i said i grew up in a culture where dance is like from pits of hell my family doesn't believe in dancing the only time i danced was when my dad was whacking my butt you know that's when i was dancing some of you can relate to my story but this is the attack some of you have dreams in your heart see i'm adding humor to it but listen to my heart some of you have dreams in your heart but the enemy is judging you through your very own people ah i don't think you can do it you can't revive this you think you can really bring change in this what happens this is a chain thing huh? when you allow the identity it checks on everything then it goes on into your motivation then into your relationship now into your great commission and what happens when you give into the great commission thing great commission becomes a great omission that's it people give up they become ordinary christians they become nice christians what is a nice christian does come to church sing hallelujah throw some offering kiss couple of them go back that's it they are called nice christians and the world is tired of nice christians in the kingdom god is not looking for nice christians god is looking for kingdom invaders someone who can take the power of god and manifest it to people not being nice i am tired of being nice sorry i really want to really either stick it or leave it that's it i'm not going to sugar coat it make it nicer you know i scratch my your back you scratch my back no 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 
sorry this is the truth take it leave it i'm going to still share it with the spirit of christ but i am not going to help god so that these guys won't get offended by my god no truth is truth that's it amen so this is why it's it challenges you it's like hey your great commission i don't think you can work it your vision if i pass the microphone here i'm sure in 10 seconds you can all tell what you would like to do in your life but i am also sure you can say there are times you felt you are not qualified to do that listen to me when you know that you are not qualified to do that which is makes you not qualified to do is what god qualifies you to do amen when you know oh i cannot do this i still remember it was 17 years ago when i started the missionary journey i never traveled outside tamil nadu and i i heard this nudge in my heart god said go to the nations and i said god i am not qualified i made those prayer i am nothing father said god said you are not nothing your name is called charles i am talking to charles still lord i am nothing i am from polur which is a small town nearby vellur a village actually and uh, i said no lord this is not possible so i'll pick my brother because he is a musician he sings well he plays pick my brother no he said god said i need you to go and preach the gospel i said no i don't even know how to speak english that time no i want you to go i stepped out in faith and that's when i broke the lie of the enemy that he who called me is faithful to finish what he has started and it's just the tip of the beginning you know i'm only 17 years down in the road doing missions you know and there are still 248 nations i have god has taken me only to 102 countries is still 146 countries your quality of life and ministry in other words whatever you do it's not quality it's sloppy it's nothing it's not so beautiful uh, well have you heard this statement i heard this statement the indians are all improvisations they just improvise things they are sloppy they just go like this you know this is the quality of life you will never have a quality of life even fox will fall when it jumps on your wall they kind of say this to you the ministry you are doing nothing nobody will come nobody will will appreciate it it's going to fall my friend let me tell you this this is something god has been speaking to me i tell this even to papa's house in papa's house one thing we don't gossip we also don't share our prayer request which is the same gossip because we don't like to gossip gossip we have a common house rules so if somebody gossips in the form of ayya one prayer request i know exactly what's coming out from the mouth so we make that as a common we don't call it rule it's a guideline another thing we have is in a papa's house among the staff they know if someone another minister falls we don't celebrate that we actually intercede for them you understand so we hear stories like some missionaries some pastors who fall in in marriage or in finances or even have making poor choices like being authoritative and people feel like oh man i'm he's bossy we when we hear this all my staff knows i'm not lying you can ask them i always bring that conclusion to them god 
will still restore that person you know sadly in the church when somebody falls they get so excited so excited did you hear this this pastor fall did you know this this pastor's wife ran away as if they were recording everything in their video camera i still remember this i learned it from my grandmother my grandmother is a very amazing a um, woman of god but she is also very shrewd in confronting and uh, one pastor came and sat and said one particular pastor in france he fell in sin and my grandmother said wow you must have such a sharp ears the guy who fall in france you could hear it and that guy never opened his mouth again why because when you celebrate other people's fall you are partaking in the work of the devil when somebody falls you got to intercede that's why when jesus when he saw people were mess, messing up he said father forgive them for they do not know what they are doing let me ask you this question this is a simple acid test if i come and tell one news about a pastor here what's your first emotional thing are you feeling sad or are you feeling glad if you feel glad you have to be honest then you have this issue you got to deal it with the cross this is what happened even the fox when they fall on it it will not stand they judge your quality of life and ministry my friends this five attacks it will always follow you as long as you are involved in the kingdom extension can we recap it first one you feeble jews your identity number two you can't restore it by yourself your motivations number three you can't offer sacrifices your relationship with god you did this you messed up this is not going to work out for you you know number four you can't revive the stones from the dusty rubbles that's your ability to do the great commission you're not qualified enough people sometimes say i am not qualified to do what god has called me number 5 even the fox will fall when they jump on the wall that means your ministry your quality of life is so bad that comes not from the mouth of god that comes from the mouth of an accuser that's why the bible says is the accuser of the brethren and sistren i got to add that in amen so guys these five things are going to be there but there is a beautiful weapon god has given us you know what is it weapon the name of jesus that is the name of god i want you to stand up on your feet at the mention of your name every chain will break Everything will change Jesus Just the whisper of your name Will silence wind and waves At the mention of your name You are my strength Let's declare it together You are my strength You are my anchor